You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. All right, guys, this is such a beautiful catch up session with Angie. She has been away on her summer trips. She has been enjoying and we get to kind of meet her in that energy and that delight and get to hear where everything is for her and where it's going. You know, I think this is a really beautiful episode of transition of kind of like honoring what's been happening, honoring this moment that she's in and also talking about how to bring more of that into the future. And so I think that's what you're really going to get this session is a lot of processing around what is so exciting and present and juicy right now and then how do we move forward into growth and bring that with us so if you are in a similar season or you just want to soak in angie's good vibes this session i think you will really really enjoy it awesome what's going on hello long time no see are you still on your beautiful holiday I'm not home yet, so I had an amazing time in France, like just chef's kiss, total chef's kiss. And now I'm back in Denmark, so I got back at the weekend and I'm doing, I'm halfway through an intensive Danish immersion course. Oh, yeah. So I'm a little bit subdued today because my brain hurts so much. I bet it does. Oh my God, that is no small feat to try to learn a new language, especially in that that intensive kind of like immersive way. Yeah. I said to my teacher today, is it true that Danish is the hardest language to learn? And he was like, yeah. Perfect. He didn't even blink. (laughs) Okay, good. So yeah, I gave myself this week of learning, which... I was reminded that I was talking about how I haven't really done a week like this for a long time, but I realized that before I had my son, I used to always do a week or two of something that was just something completely new. So the last time I did it was the the week that I found out I was pregnant and I was away on a running camp. And I was just, because I was like, no, I really want to crack running. I want to get, become a better runner. So I was in a running camp in Ibiza. (laughs) in August and um found out I was pregnant (laughs) that's interesting on a lot of levels yeah (laughs) not one for punishing myself or anything (laughs) and that was so that was the last year that I've had taken consciously taken a week to do something to learn something new so I'm bringing it back I'm bringing that back in with this year's Danish immersion course and it was just so fun to remember all of the different things that I had done pre-becoming a mum that often I did because I wasn't a mum. And I was like, oh, well, everyone else is doing mum things, so I'm going to do something. So it's funny how it creeps up on you and you suddenly feel like, I don't get to do anything because I'm a mum. <laughs> yes. And then nine years later, you're like, oh, wait, I could just like take a week if I need to, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm halfway through that week and... That's been really, really interesting because it's like having worked for myself for four years, I'm rarely in a situation where somebody else is kind of keeping the 
agenda and keeping the pace and it's just like it's not time to break yet so we're just carrying on (laughs) yeah every half an hour I'm ready for a cup of tea or a little chat or (laughs) yes that's so true calm this down a bit and he's just like no okay we just continue and so it's been quite interesting to to just explore the discipline of some other time frame and yeah to see how I, I've been telling myself the story that I'm no good in the afternoon, but what I actually mean is I'm tired in the afternoon, Yeah, but I still can do things in the afternoon. <laughs> so yeah, it's been good. I think it's really cool because it's almost like such a celebration of like where you're at health wise and stuff too, where this like wouldn't have been possible, you know? So like as much as it's maybe like stretching those edges of like, do I even want to work this hard? I think it's also cool to be like, reclaiming that but I can because that was such a scary I think thought for a while is that that wasn't even an option so I think that that's really beautiful yeah it's it's been really good it's it's a really good week and I'm kind of I was a bit ambitious about how much I was going to get done over the last few weeks so I, I did fill out the questionnaire actually this week to structure my thinking but um I had such a good holiday I had such a good holiday with my son and I told you about that last time we met and then me and my partner went to France and we had a really, really good time and we did lots of walking and lots of outdoor stuff. And so I kind of connected, reconnected with the part of me that really likes to do things. And again, the relief of now having iron in my body means I don't just write myself off for things. I was really up for like, yeah, okay, because we've been watching the Tour de France. So went up a couple of mountains on a bike. Yes, it was electric, my bike. (laughs) (laughs) That being said, (laughs) I still pushed myself well beyond, you know, the kind of mental thing that I've had about I can't do anything. I I can't do anything now. It's all over. So it was just really, really nice. And I was saying to um to my partner, we were we went up Mont Blanc. I just reverted to that person who's like, oh my God, everyone in the world is doing things. Like there are people rock climbing and, you know, hiking and mountain biking. And I'm sort of filled with the like just, I don't know, weird kind of not I wasn't like we didn't talk to loads of people or anything, but this just sense of connection to human beings in the world are doing things because I spend so much yeah. time in my computer or in my work. So we were like up a mountain for we were on Mont Blanc for most of it, but at the end we went to a chateau near Annecy. And we just did uh, like a couple of days at a chateau uh, hotel and um, he went off cycling up a mountain and I was just in the pool for the day and it was like really hot and the pool was empty and there were like people bringing me the most expensive tea I've ever drunk in my life. And I was like, (laughs) I had that moment when I was swimming in the pool and just thinking, oh my God, I've just created this. Yeah. This just didn't exist in my life. And it sounds so cheesy because I know everybody says it. I can't believe like I've become ex- an example of what's possible in my life and all those things. But I really, really felt it that I have from nothing, from frustration and traffic and commuting and all of the things that I didn't like about my work through working really hard and like getting really exhausted and burnt out and ill, I've created this year the first time enough space to be on holiday, to not have to worry about anybody, to not have any emails that, you know, were not attended to. 
uh, to have told people I'm on holiday and just have that auto out of access autoresponder on. And it just felt so damn good. I was so happy with myself. (laughs) Oh, just feeling that for you so much. Like, I think it's, it's hard to even conceptualize what a big shift that is, right? From like, I must do everything. Everything hinges on my hard work to like, I can not only be in the pool and have that I made it moment, but actually enjoy it Yeah. Too, right? Yeah. That's so big. I loved getting to hear about Angie's big, you know, like I've created this moment that she had in the pool. And I just wanted to name that this is so important. It is so important to be present to and really take in those moments in life and business. I really deeply believe this is how we create more is we normalize, regulate to feel, embody the the place that we're at and that we've created for ourselves. And the more we can kind of normalize and feel that, the easier it is to move forward, right? The more we push that off or don't let us ourselves really feel the thing or don't, you know, get into it and like let ourselves experience the fullness of that, the harder it is to to keep moving forward with it because we're in that resistance of like, well, it can't be this good. So I'm not really going to let it myself feel it. It's not safe. Right. But to be like, it is so safe to feel this. It is so safe to be in this moment. It is safe to feel joy and elation and to know that I have created it. Like, gosh, that is so self-trust building. That is so anchoring. That is so identity building, right? That is the stuff that big forward motion is made of. It is the stuff that, you know, safety is made of. So just really wanted to name that. I think, you know, it can kind of be easy to gloss over those moments, especially as high achievers, high performers. And I think Angie did a really beautiful job illustrating how valuable that experience was for her. And so just wanted to name that for everyone listening to say, if you are having one of those experiences, make sure to really take it in as Angie did really feel those emotions because they will support you in so many ways moving forward. I mean, it was literally euphoria. It was like, yes. I was. I went on the treadmill and it was so nice because I kind of packed him off to go up a mountain. So I knew I had the whole day to myself yes. as well. So I was like, I was on the treadmill and I actually experienced euphoria. Like I, yeah. I am so happy right now. And it isn't because I'm so happy because I'm in a really beautiful place. It was really beautiful. It was the whole thing of, it was actually the, the main thing I would say is that I am on holiday and everybody knows and all my clients know, and that is a complete boundary around it. And I couldn't give two figs about anything that happens in this moment because I'm currently in my holiday. So I can't, I can't even describe it properly because it sounds so ridiculous. It sounds so obvious, but for me, that is just a huge thing of just not being available and not in a kind of I'm overworked, I'm not available, or I'm burnt out, I'm not available, or I can't be available for you. Just in a really straightforward, clear, I'm on holiday now, so I won't be back in the office until this date. And it is because, like, if I go back to when we first, I think it was like our first session, and we were talking about the boundaries of kind of, I I can't even put my finger exactly on it's like other people don't mind. <laughs> other people yes. don't mind. Yes. They're waiting f- for a sign. Like, are you there? Are you not? It doesn't matter to them. They're just getting on with their thing. 
But for me, it's like a profound shift that is, it's like overturning martyrdom or all of that stuff. It's like nothing to do with what people are demanding of me. And what's so interesting is that I hardly got any emails. <laughs> yes, of course. I mean, like. Because that's how it works, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> so, yeah. What's so interesting about it to me is that it's like, it's what is the place it's coming from? Like you mm. were saying, like to, it's coming from like, I'm in France in euphoria and I can have a boundary around that instead of I can only have a boundary if I'm so sick or so burnt out or so whatever. It's almost like, just that permission to have it for you versus like, because I have a really good reason yeah. or, you know, because I'm like really, really, really like worked as hard as I possibly could. Like, it's just so cool for it to be like, because I'm in a fucking pool. You know oh, what I mean? God, it was so good. I think a really, really beautiful and important lesson we're getting through this session is the idea that you can have boundaries because something feels good to you and not just because you have to, right? Like, so not just having boundaries because you're burnt out or not just having boundaries because like you have to whatever, take care of your child or something like along those lines, but having boundaries because it just feels good to take time off because it just feels good to have spaciousness. Like that feels so important and next level in many ways, right? I think, you know, Angie was initially trying to set some of these boundaries because she felt more burnt out. And now that her health is improving and she's feeling so different, I think it's just really, really beautiful to witness her setting them to resource herself, to replenish, to do the things that feel good. And not just because she like has to, because her body's forcing her to, because her commitments make her, right? It's like such a different energy. So I just wanted to name that and invite you into that inquiry for yourself of like, am I only setting boundaries when I absolutely have to, or have, you know, a reason like burnout or something, or am I setting boundaries that nourish me, that feel really good, that truly serve me in a big way? Like that is such a different and important question. So sit with that this week, see where that's coming up. You know, if your answer is yes across the board, then I really want you to celebrate yourself. And if this is a reflection that you need some more feel good boundaries, I really want to challenge you to set a couple this week. Cause I really, I, I think you can just see it. Angie, it's so transformative. It's so so life-changing to really know and trust yourself to do that in your business. So really want you to think about that this week. I didn't realize how much it weighs on me to not honor my time, but also to not honor the time I have with my son and to not honor the time I have with my partner. Because the reverse of it is I just feel guiltless. Like the absence of guilt is an actual energy giver. <laughs> so Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. Like not thinking, oh, I didn't spend enough time with Arthur. I should be with him more. Like all of those things. I just haven't had that because I just spent really good time with him this holiday. And the absence of, it's not really guilt that I ever feel for my partner, but it's like not being present in our relationship, doing things and not having either of us having to think about anything it like it creates its own energy as well. So yeah. I kind of feel like I can go back to my desk and be like, right, everybody, now we begin, which is just such a nice feeling. I think something else that's really important to name here, I think both like for you and because of some of the conversations we've had this season too, is like 
you were able to do that while your people were still fine. Like they Mm -hmm. had lots of advance notice. They know how to reach out. They know how to be served. It's not like this, like I'm in the pool. I can't give a fuck about anyone. It's like I set my business up to operate in this beautiful way. And I think that's really important here is like you did the work, you set the foundations, you got the team, you got the support so that you could take that. And Mm -hmm. I think that's just really empowering. It's like, I, I feel like sometimes it feels so, all or nothing. I'm either all in it or I'm like, I just don't care about anybody. Yeah. And it's like, not that it's no. like you were in such a middle ground of like, I care so much that I've gotten you all of this other support. Yeah. In the meantime, that is not me. So if you need something, email my team, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something that I think is always really, really important to name is that building the systems to take time off is crucial, right? So your business needs this and you need this. But I feel like what happens for a lot of business owners is they decide they want time off and then if they're not set up for that, they really vilify their business. They're like, oh, see, I just have the wrong business model or everything sucks or my team sucks or whatever. And what is true 9.9 times out of 10 that I've seen is it's really just a question of like, have you built those systems in advance? Like. If you've been building with the intention of wanting this, it's quite easy to take it. If you wait until you want to take it to try to build the systems, it will be quite challenging. So Angie has known she had this time off coming up. She's known this has been important to her. She's known this is what she's wanted. And she's built with that in mind, right? So that when she takes the time, it's easeful or as easeful as it possibly can be when you, you know, take time away. But I think when we expect the business to perform very quickly, i.e. I decide I want time off and then it needs to be set up for that, it will be frustrating. And so whether you have time off or not coming up, I think an important question is, am I building systems so that I can take it when I want it? Am I setting myself up so that when that time comes where I'm like, yep, going on holiday, taking two weeks off, whatever that is, that the business can really easily adapt to that. So just wanting to name that sometimes it can kind of feel magical when you hear other people talk about it. Like, oh, and then I just took off weeks and it was totally fine. And in some ways it is. And in other ways, it's because they really, really built the strategies and systems around that. And they did that before they needed to. So an invitation to do the same in your own business. And it was so lacking in anxiety or panic or anything needing to be done last minute so I knew that anything that came in you know I was getting messages from my assistant and she was like oh oh, (laughs) this is funny I've already dealt with them they already know I'm just letting you know they already know that you're on holiday (laughs) like they're just trying to find a back way in here it's not it's totally fine and because we were so well planned there was no panic from her either about like, yeah, maybe we do need to get back to them. We'd like, we talked through everything that didn't now need doing until we've probably even got enough leeway to not really do anything until late August. So everybody was fully aware that there wasn't So we, so also I think it's like not dealing with secondary tension or panic from the people who are supporting me that, yes. you know, that also made just a huge difference. And then just witnessing that them protecting my time in a way that was totally chill, like, there's no problem here. It's all fine. Client, you're going to be fine. I've got you. It's okay. It was just really nice to watch. And it's just so great on the old central nervous system, isn't it? It's the best. (laughs) I love this. I feel like everything about this is like letting go of the guilt, having the boundaries, having the spaciousness, having the downtime. Like you just gave your nervous system a very beautiful reset, you know? Yeah, it was great. 
one of the things I wrote, I kind of wrote down it, that feels like a really lit up moment, like total euphoria, really, really happy with the space, with the spaciousness that I've been able to create around this summer. Just sort of noticing how I actually planned this year and the holidays and like blocked out the holidays much more like at this point last year because Mm. last summer didn't feel like there was enough space in it. So I'm already thinking, okay, now I need to get ahead of that and be ready for the year ahead. And we talked about this last session, but I haven't done anything on it really of the content planning, but I think it also is about like really, really settling into there is a spaciousness that I am still really keen to to build in and it isn't about doing less work weirdly it's it's about okay so if I just say what one of the things I did achieve this week as well as the Danish course is I had a session with a with a woman who I'm working with specifically on my book and I haven't met with her for I only meet with her once a month at the moment Last time I met with her was before I went on holiday on any of the holidays. Mm. And actually what what I said was I'm going to, like we went through the structure of the book and I said, I'm going to just, I know my process is to just let stuff go and then stuff will come to me and I'll start writing something. And I did the structure of the book, I mean, just so quickly at the end of the week that we had in France, like right at the end of the time that we were there. I was just, I just had a couple of hours and I got it all done and it's perfect. I like, I was really happy with it, but it felt like everything was yeah. just synthesizing down into now it's finally there. And it's a combination of the walks that I went on and some of the views. And so some of the ideas that came to me at different moments, and I really try not to hang on to them or to write them down just to know that, to trust that they will find themselves in the right moment on the page and so I had a, I had a session with her this week and I just read through the, just shared the structure and she was just like, oh my God, this is just brilliant. Ah, yeah. She could see that there'd just been this complete difference between what had happened, what we were talking about before and I was trying to really cling on to things and trying to make sense of it and just letting go of it and then have it form itself. So it's made me think about how this isn't just about I need to be on holiday all the time or... I don't want to work in my business or any of those things. It's also about how I really, truly commit to creating the best possible work that I can, which is just much more interesting for me for a start. Like I felt really into doing that book structure in a way that I haven't done whenever it's calendared as something that I've had to do. So, and now I feel excited to write every one of those sections that I've still got left to write of the book. So I, I guess I'm bringing to our sessions this desire still to continue to create a business that has space in it that looks right for the way that I work, you know, to enable me to do more probably of the best stuff, but not over more days, <laughs> if that makes sense. Absolutely. I mean, I think you know, it, it feels like such a combination of some of the things we've been talking about mm. of like working with the energy that you kind of have yeah. and your kind of makeup around that. It sounds a lot like stuff we were talking about of like not feeling like you have to post on Instagram mm. constantly, yeah. but having these kind of like cyclical <laughs> ways to generate clients in your business, yeah. all of that. It feels like that just like kind of like solidified into what you're saying mm. of like, you are someone who gets shit done. Like it's not like there's this big concern of like, oh, you'll put off the book forever or... 
you'll never launch the thing or whatever. It's more like, are you resourced enough mm. mentally, emotionally, physically, all the things to do it? And I think that's really what was missing before, yeah. right? It wasn't like, did you have the right time on your calendar mm. or something? It was like you hadn't taken a week off with with boundaries in years. Like that's really yeah. it, you know? Yeah, yeah definitely. I think Angie's example here with the book is so valuable or the book outline on the power of letting go, right? Of really leaning into, okay, this is what I want to kind of figure out, but there's not this like really rigid set time that I have to do it, but I have the time to kind of let it marinate and flow is amazing. But I also want to talk about, because I, I feel like what will come up for people in that is what is the balance of that with putting time on the calendar to like get something done? Because I think we need both in our business, really. Like I think sometimes we need to be able to release and let something drop in when it's ready. And I also think sometimes we do just have to like get the thing done that week. And so the, the balance that I would say or that I personally always find to be really helpful is knowing what my priorities are. So I'll give you an example that might be useful is like getting my email newsletter out every week. Like I do have that as like a calendar thing I need to do. Like a lot of life content needs to happen now. That is this ongoing task that I treat as an ongoing task in my calendar. Separately, I've also been working on a bigger project at A Lit of Life that I have given myself quite a bit of spaciousness around to let it kind of drop in when it's ready and noodle and all of those things. And so for me, they can live together. Like Angie's book, of course, needs a lot more ideation and thought, and it does make sense for it to drop in. And then something else like a newsletter, sometimes you do just have to get it done. And I think not being so rigid with yourself where it's like all calendar stuff or all flow, but really seeing how both can live in your business is where I feel like most of us function best and get the most effective work done. So just wanted to name that, like that what she's talking about here is so wildly powerful and you might want to be asking where you can lean into that. And then also sometimes getting something on the calendar just is wildly powerful too. And maybe that's more of where you want to lean in, but when you can kind of build both into your business, I, I think a lot of people would say it as kind of like masculine and feminine structures is when I feel like things really do move forward. So just wanted to use this example as a way to illustrate that. And I think that the just sometimes anxiety I could have about there being too much like, oh, I haven't done anything for for days. That just doesn't ever happen. It's not like I'm going to just suddenly, if I don't have clients in a week, not going to do anything. It's going to be the opposite. So there's also sort of trusting that that isn't, because what I've been doing is kind of putting it as a, okay, so every Friday I'll try and have that as a day where I do something um, that gets infiltrated with meetings because it ends up being the day where actually I'm technically kind of doing creative stuff, maybe recording a podcast, but I feel like I feel a little bit naughty saying it, but I actually feel like I need more than one day sequentially. Like I need three or four days every whatever period it is to truly, I'm going to say even a week, to really do work differently to sort of switch into the other part of my brain that works differently whatever that looks like and I don't have to go to a chateau to do it but I just think that that's something I'm I'm feeling into and I would say that the tension then that comes up and I've noticed that kind of on re-enter re-orbiting back into Denmark like as closer I get to home <laughs> um, <laughs> the more it kind of 
it's just little twinges of it. There is something of, and I think this is why I'm also avoiding the calendar. And like, I haven't pressed send on the confirmation for the conference that you and I talked about months mm. ago. Like, there's no reason for, I'm just, it's in Kuala Lumpur. I know it's coming. All of the leaders are going to be there. This is the thing that we said, I'm going to go and do a couple of these conferences. I'm going to network mm-hmm. with people. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a way of, you know, building a kind of client base with the Being Luminary program. And I, th- I think that it is a kind of, oh shit, if I do that, then what happens to the space I've just created and experienced? Um, yeah. Because I can feel, I can feel that, like I've got, you know, an OBM who's just doing amazing stuff on the summit, like amazing. It's going to be great. I've had some lovely stuff done for the ethical coach thing that's kind of bubbling around in the background as well. The luminaries is coming together and actually I didn't write the sales page, but loads of the copy. I've written loads of the copy as a consequence of doing the book structure. It's totally aligned. Being luminary just continues on and I've got a refresh planned of all of my slide decks and stuff, but I'm start, I could just feel the kind of, oh, there's so much and how is it going to impact on the time? And at the same time, sorry, this is really long and rambling, but at the same time, knowing that it's the expansion into all of these things, being really good and being really good offerings that will also create more space. So yeah, that's kind of what I can feel is a tension, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I What I'm hearing you say is like, you've kind of really let go of this idea that it's like only your hard work, but also it hasn't like fully gotten replaced with a, a belief that like you can really grow and mm. still have this spaciousness. Like, because summer is always a downtime for you anyway. So I think you just haven't gotten the evidence of that, right? Yeah. Like. You've had so much spaciousness right now, but I think a big part of your brain is probably like, yeah, but that's because I don't have clients right now. Once I have that, like all of this is going to go away yeah. and it's going to be intense, and, right? So <laughs> I think it's just like fair to mm. for your brain to think that because it hasn't gotten the chance to build other evidence yet. Mm. Yeah, And I also think like what you want to be careful of is like you – correct me if I'm wrong, but I, this is what I'm hearing – I don't think you feel good right now just because you had some holidays. I think you feel really good right now because you have team support, you have boundaries, you Mm -hmm. have clarity, you have more structure than you've ever had. And that's actually what's feeling good. And so I think just making those like literal like neural connections of like, oh, wait, why it feels good now is this and that's not changing versus like it feels good because I had time off. Like, of course, that's part of it, yeah. but it's not really like the juiciness. You know what I mean? Does that feel true? Or yeah, absolutely. That feels true. I think what Angie is feeling challenged by here is so normal for us as business owners with growing businesses is that kind of struggle between growth and spaciousness and feeling like growth takes away our spaciousness. And so sometimes we grow more and then we want to free up a lot of space and we free up a lot of space and we're like, oh, am I ready to grow more? Is that going to take away? And it gets to be this kind of confusing dance sometimes. And what I ultimately think is really important is just what we're making it mean. So it's kind of like Angie and I were talking about like, the time off isn't the only thing that's making this feel good, right? It's feeling good because of the support, the structure, the boundaries and everything around it. 
And I think that's what we have to keep remembering in our business of how spaciousness and growth go together. For me, the more I grow, the more resources I have to get support that creates spaciousness, right? So I have like a really robust supportive team now because of the growth I've experienced and that creates spaciousness. And so what I was really wanting to reinforce for Angie and what I think is helpful for all of us to kind of take away from this is it's not just how do I free up time or more and more time in my calendar, although that can be part of it, right? It's more, how do I feel the support and structure around all of that so that I know as the business grows, it doesn't just add more and more to my plate. Cause I think that's actually what we're scared of. And that's actually what Angie's voicing here is the idea of like, oh my gosh. So if I get back into it and we grow more, does all of this exciting spaciousness I have get taken away? And the answer does not have to be yes with the right support structure and boundaries. I know I keep repeating myself, but it's true. The answer does not have to be yes. More growth can give you more support and ultimately can keep you at a place where you are not just adding more and more to your plate because of it, but actually are really leveling out. So just wanted to name that for everyone as an important thought. I guess I'm really kind of at the beginning of the support as well from team yeah. members. So even you know my sister who's been with me for ages we're just really moving into a better flow of things I can see how me having the clarity about what I even need in terms of support is really helping and actually working with an OBM who really does know what it looks like to support people is helping me structure that as well okay so the being luminary program and the associates that's still not actually happened yet and I think maybe when that happens it will feel like as in we have the associates yes but the programs don't they start again until yet. September yeah not delivering yet I also feel like oh I've got a bit of a mountain to climb in terms of preparing them for delivering and I'm going to be really honest still like oh I've got to tell clients that they've got associates <laughs> so that's also isn't it funny how these little gremlins kind of then just like gently pull you back from so I know that I'm feeling like really I have to deliver all of those client sessions next term and I can feel this is gonna sound weird but I actually feel the weight of them in my calendar like I feel it as a physical Absolutely. drain and it's not in even in my calendar <laughs> so like my, my, my assistant who's doing the scheduling has put them all into a different calendar that I don't even I'm not even looking at she's like I can't even see them so really, when I open my calendar, I, I shouldn't feel like there isn't spaciousness because there isn't anything in mine, really. But I am yeah. But I really feel the weight of them. And even kind of before I went on holiday, I was feeling slightly sick because I hadn't written down how many clients we have for next year. And it just felt like, oh, it's like admitting to myself that they're all there. And so I, I, I need to do a bit of coaching, kind of like even like self-coaching, mind, some mindset stuff about that because it is energetically just pulling on me a little bit. I, I very much agree with you in terms of like, yeah, what is what is some of the mindset stuff there? But I also think there's just some really practical stuff there of mm. like, you just need to start moving that forward and telling yeah. clients, yeah. which I know is the thing you're avoiding. And I yeah. think after that's done, you will truly be able to be like, oh, this is truly not going to be me delivering it right now because they don't know yet. You haven't been able to like gauge that reaction and have that yeah. evidence that it's okay. So like in your mind, I feel like you're still holding the potentiality that they say no or something like that, right? Which we know they're not going to, but I yeah. think that that's such a big 
energetic shift here where it it truly comes off your plate because the conversation has been had and you mm. know it's off your plate. Yeah. I think that could be like one of the most important tasks when you get home to yeah. kind of like dive into first. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. So I've kind of lined myself up for it. We've got them, we've got the client sessions scheduled and we've sent and already sent the email. I think it says something along the lines of we'll be assigning your sessions and who's going to be delivering your sessions. Yes. So it's, back, yeah. it's a bit vague, but it's kind of like they know that it's not necessarily They know me. it's not you. Yeah. And they're mainly clients who've kind of, I've talked to about the, there'll be a mix of people delivering your sessions. My assistant has already assigned, I haven't looked at it yet because I didn't want to see anything while I was on holiday, but she's kind of assigned associates to certain clients. So I've got to do a bit of, yeah, they won't like this person. They'll like this person. This will work. And then I've got to do the onboarding properly, the kind of training materials for those associates in, that's my first week of August job. I've set aside some time to do that. So, you know, and even like the cadence isn't a big drama. It's not like millions of clients. It's just on my mind. (laughs) I think once we have September out of the way and they have had their first session with somebody else, then it will feel like that actually is a thing that happens in my business. I even think once the first week of August is done and yeah. some of this feels solidified, like, hey, Angie, Lacey is your person or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it will feel like you're handing it off kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then I'm sure September will feel much, much better yeah. too. But I think like even that first week of August type of work will give you some relief. Yeah. And I, I just want to say – I. I think it's just so normal to feel that right now. You know, I think this is a really big shift in your business. Mm. And I think it's it's wild to go mm. from like, I am the sole person delivering to I have 10 associates. I have different things. We have a new schedule. Like I have a team. Like it, it, it really is a big transition. So mm. I think just, again, like yes to doing the mindset work to make that feel good, but not to make yourself wrong for feeling intensity around it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it just is. Big. And then in in a matter of weeks, it won't be big anymore. And that'll be great too. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. (laughs) That's going to be so great. And I kind of feel like, oh, I'm so, as a decision that I'm making, like it's so yesterday, that decision is, you know, it's done. So I'm in a funny in-betweeny bit where I'm also a bit like, if you don't like it, then we'll have to find a way of like maybe us not working together or, you know, because I don't feel like going back to delivering in that way anymore. So that doesn't feel like that's the the right thing for me to be doing. And I'm saying that because I feel like in terms of the structure of the organization of the business, that's, that's where it's going. Yeah. So I think I have, hopefully that first week of August will feel like that's moving forward. And maybe it's just because I haven't been in touch with the associates as per the schedule, you know, and as per the agreement, I, Angie will yeah. not be back in touch with you until the beginning of August. So I'm not out of, you know, there's nothing not happening that shouldn't be happening, but it feels weird to be this it's, organized about it, quite frankly. Right. That's what I was just going to say. Like, I think you just feel weird. Like you just took your first really long trip. You yeah. have stuff set up. You have these people waiting to hear from you. Like nothing is wrong. It's just super different than yeah. it was even two, three months yeah. ago or whatever, yeah. you know? It's literally wild. <laughs> the The summit planning has been really interesting because my OBM is just so ahead of schedule. Like we've got buffer time built in and, you know, it's all just 
just looking like amazing and just so organized and just feels like, oh, it's amazing to not have to think about certain things when you want excellence as well. So that's been great. So Angie's OBM came up a couple times this conversation and I really wanted to talk about that for a second and I wanted to talk about that sigh of relief she really just took here around her OBM. And what I wanted to say is that is how good support should feel. I think some of us don't know, you know, we maybe have never managed people before until we have our own business or we did in this like really different world. And it's hard to say like, okay, should it feel like this? Is this good? Is this person doing a great job? Are they not doing a great job? And it can be so hard to find our own discernment. And I've seen people stay with the wrong team members for too long because they weren't sure it could feel really good. And so I thought this was a really good illustration of being able to talk about it in the way Angie is of like, my OBMs just got that. She's ahead of things. She lets me breathe a sigh of relief. Like that kind of energy is truly what you are looking for in a team member. And if you do not have that from your OBM or whoever is in a similar role in your business, that's really something to look at. And it doesn't mean that they are the problem. Like maybe you need to shift some things about your leadership. That's totally possible too. But if that's not what you're feeling, there is something to address there. And again, I think that's just so important to say because it can be so easy to sort of gaslight ourselves in these situations be like, oh, it's probably fine. It's fine. It's fine. But if you are not getting white space freed up, if you are not breathing that sigh of relief, it is a yellow flag to go, what's going on here and what might need to shift? And I thought this was a great way to showcase that. So wanted to make that. And it's interesting then it, it leaves space for other boundary things. So, you know, we talked about my speaking, giving people my terms yes. around my speaking engagements. I also just wanted to note in this session that I haven't really had lots of those conversations, but I've had a couple and it feels like the culmination of the work is actually, it's not even that I haven't put anything out. In fact, what's happened is I've just got, when people have said, oh, we need this from you, I've just said, then I'm not the person. And that feels like the culmination of, it's like actually having enough space to say those things is literally about having enough mental space to remember yes. that I don't do that. And I just, like, sometimes I think I get caught up in the idea that I'm, I don't know, like, oh, I'm just a bit weak for not saying it, or I don't stand up for myself, or all of this other stuff. When in actual fact, I just have too many things to think about. So like, I'm thinking about Arthur, I'm thinking about school, I'm thinking about when I've got a full day of calls, there is no space to reflect and so you end up acting in a, in a reflex and then doing things yes. that you wouldn't normally do. And I just wanted to note that in this session, because the things that have come up with loads of space around them over the last few weeks have been so delightful to deal with because I've been able to just be like, I don't do that. So somebody is continually asking me to send him my slide decks in advance of the session that I do. I don't do that. I never do it. I don't do it because there is material in there that I. it's really important that they don't see before I do the session. I'm happy to send them an overview. I've said it many times and he still keeps emailing and saying, I need to see the slide deck. And I know that in busier times, I would have just sent it. Absolutely. You're like, I don't have time for this just here. Also, I've yes. probably done something wrong. And the, probably the reason he's asking is because I feel like overwhelmed. 
Whereas now I just, with space around it, I just think, oh, there's a man who seems to really think that he can demand things from me. How ridiculous. That's not happening. Oh, oh hysterical. <laughs> yeah. What's he thinking? So I just, I guess I just kind of wanted to say that because I feel like that's something I want to coach other people on this. You know, when I start seeing my clients again in a few weeks, it's that we're not always just weak. Sometimes we're just overwhelmed with other things and you know we end up not doing not saying it in the way that we would want to absolutely I think like also let's add to that your your health stuff that you're dealing with too right it's like your brain just isn't like oh let's really think this through or let's actually set the boundaries or it's like in survival mode it's like okay whatever you need here like I need to be left alone so I can rest. Mm. And so I think it's just like beautiful to be like when I'm rested, when I'm resourced, when I'm in good health, yeah. I can make these really awesome choices and set boundaries. When I'm not, I'm in so much decision fatigue mm-hmm. yeah. that I'm always going to make, you know, a default reactionary yeah. kind of decision. And so I think that, that that's really true. And also – you know, just wanting to like highlight again, this is another value of having the OBM as mm. being a filter for some of this or being a catch point where you don't even have to be the one saying no. Yeah. Like just have her responding to this guy. Like, hey, thanks for reaching out to our company. And she doesn't do that. You yeah. know, like I, I think that's really cool to see too is like not only do you not have to, you know, be in the place to make all these decisions, but like someone else can be answering yeah. them even, you yeah. know? Yeah, and and she has been answering them. I'm just witnessing it and like with the space to witness it, I just think if I could coach this man, would really want to coach him on, are you really doing this? Because this is just a power play. Is this what you do with women? Is this what you do with, because I know full well that if it was a white man that you had in coming to your school and he was talking about this, you would not be asking him these questions and you certainly would not have sent him three emails. So this is coaching conversation. It's not, uh, I'm making the wrong decision in my business conversation or I need to feel wrong footed about it. And I feel like the more spaciousness I can build into the business, the better I can serve people by not messing around and backing down on this kind of nonsense because he essentially learns nothing about their practice, about <laughs> about colonization, about power, about any of those things. When I sort of run a business that talks about those things, but doesn't actually honor those things in the very way that I go about it. And I think it, for like, it's the same thing. Somebody's been arguing with me about the price of something. Just, it's totally fine. But then you need to work with somebody else because this is the price. Yes. <laughs> End of story. I think, you know, it feels to me like you're kind of coming out of this winter season Mm. in some ways, right? (laughs) Of like being really overwhelmed and having the health stuff going on and like almost like deciding some things that were true about yourself that weren't actually true. Mm. Yeah. And now like with renewed wellness and space, you're like, wait, I'm actually good at setting boundaries. Wait, I'm actually like good at taking care of myself in this way. I actually am much further along in this journey than I kind of thought myself to be, so to speak. But I just need to be resourced enough to do those things, which is not an Angie thing. That's an everyone thing, you know, like that's like an every human needs that thing. So I feel like a, a bit of a theme for this whole 
session that I want to wrap with is the idea that being resourced is everything, but also something that doesn't always make our radars enough. And so what I mean by that is, you know, we've just seen such a transition in Angie, like she has so much more resources in terms of the support in her business, the structure in her business, the time off she's been able to take, but also in terms of her health and getting her iron in check and her energy levels rising and all of those things, right? And all of that together makes it really easy to run a great business, to be honest, right? And I'm not saying easy in the sense that it doesn't take work or energy or commitment, but I mean easy in the sense that you can just see how much more ease Angie has in showing up for all of this and making those decisions and moving things forward than she had previously. And so I think that sometimes that's what we forget to look at is we're like, why am I not showing up in the way I'm supposed to or getting as much done as I could or whatever. And I think a really important thing is to stop and go, do I have the resources to do that? Have I resourced myself enough to show up in the way I'm expecting myself to show up, whether that's with health or support or systems or team or SOPs or boundaries or time off, like whatever that might be for you. When you really lock in on all of those, it is quite easeful to show up in your business. When big gaps are missing in that, it can be quite challenging and quite hard. So I'm not saying you have to be resourced in every way imaginable to create success. It's not that. It's just to say, looking at that as a path to your success and really giving yourself the chance to focus on that will only and ever contribute to it. And so really taking that time to ask that question to resource yourself is not this kind of fluffy self-care silly thing we do it's like you can literally see how that has completely changed the fabric of how angie is feeling and showing up in her business and i really really think this is a beautiful journey to watch so that we can all kind of name that for ourselves and see how much value there truly is in providing those things for ourselves and it's just i mean i I feel like I'm just repeating myself over and over again, but it's like so many different things that it touches on those boundaries, but also not needing to do 55 million hours of journaling. Not that I've ever done that to convince myself that the scarcity that I'm feeling isn't real because also when I'm well resourced in the, with space around it sense, my business means literally nothing and everything it's like you know (laughs) it's meaningless it's just a little business for goodness sake and I love it I'm really committed to it I want it to do well but it's like um I think maybe being next to a massive mountain has really helped just having the really kind of perspective of this is something I'm going to be doing for years these little tiny things are things that are just happening every now and then and illness, overwhelm, too much to do, no space just means like I've been up, it's been right in my face and I haven't been able to see anything. So it just feels like it's not negotiable to continue to work like that. I know that that's what I said when we first started working together, but I definitely said it because I felt so ill. And to me, it's like to grow this business, it is not negotiable to compromise on that space because it's just, it's, yeah, it's just not going to happen. It just won't work. I think what you said too, even like to, to grow this business and to actually make the impact I'm trying to make here 
right? Which is like cool to see too, right? Like yeah. even like the ethical coach and all of that, like that comes because you're resourced and rested yeah. and well enough to like pour into a passion project like that and stuff. Yeah. So I think that like, you know, there's just so much evidence here that everything goes better for you and the people you serve when you take care of yourself. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's like the trite cheesy thing we yeah. all say, put on your oxygen mask first or whatever, it's but really it's just because it's, it's true. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I think you just uh, like had like a massive sort of like portal into yeah. that lately. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I feel like, I mean, tell me if this feels true, but I feel like in honoring some of that, it's like you, obviously you're taking the next, you know, few days or whatever for mm-hmm. finishing out your program. But I also want to encourage you when you get back to take a little bit of reintegration time mm. too. Yeah. Because you've been, I mean, you've been on the move, right? Which like is not bad. And I think it's all been really good and restful, but it's like a thing. And so I feel like just kind of, you know, the the win that you have here, like you said, is like if you really didn't do that much until end of August, besides yeah. some onboarding and stuff, you're good. And so I think you have to actually take that as true yeah. and capitalize on that. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. And I've been thinking about reintegration and just like, you know, doing some food shopping and sewing out my office and doing some like gentle things like that grounding. And I also think not viewing August as the full stop to space. Because <laughs> yes. I can feel that tendency I have is like, yes, but if I don't enjoy maximize all the space I have in August, then it's never coming back. So daring to look into the calendar for September and starting to protect some of that time and, you know, just to take that Mont Blanc energy into this is like, this could be a whole year where things don't happen really rapidly, but they they are happening beneath the surface really rapidly because there's space to do it. So I'm going to take that very seriously. <laughs> You have very big things coming up, right? Like you have your associates delivering, you have yeah. the summit, you have the pledge launching. You have like, but I think just not tying the belief to like them, those will take from me, but it's like, those are already so well planned. Like the yeah. summit is going to be great. It's not going to take from you that much because it's already so planned. The associates are going to onboard because you have a plan that pledge is going to launch because you've been planning it months in advance. And I think really like believing that those are the reasons versus seeing as anything on my calendar takes for me. Like you don't want to be in that back and forth of like, it's either chalked full or it's always taking my energy. Like I think you want to be in the place of like, it's how I run it. Yeah. That's what's actually different. Yeah. And I really am starting to feel like, (laughs) I really am starting to feel that way. And uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to this next chapter. I feel like I just want to be like, watch out world, because (laughs) we're about to see like the Angie that's like rested and supported. And like, if you accomplished all you have and done all of the things you've done, not from that place. Imagine (laughs) what's coming. Like, watch out world, you know? That's what it feels like. We're on the precipice of like, this is when you start to make your impact on an even deeper level because you can, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. Woohoo! So good. Okay, well, have an amazing rest of your week. I am going to give you a to-do to confirm that conference. Yeah. (laughs) 
Let's do that. I'm going to do that. Let's do that, shall we? Let's do that one. Maybe okay. tell your OBM, but let's do that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. You know, and I also am going to give you a to-do to block vacation time for next year too. Yeah. Like I think doing both, like things like that together is really valuable where you're like, yes, I'm confirming this conference. And also I just blocked three weeks on my calendar. Like I think 100%. when those live together, it gets yeah. empowering, you know? Yeah. Okay. Fab. I'm, t- I'm totally, I'm all over booking voca- vacation time. You're <laughs> like that to do. We'll I'm get ready. It's going to yes. be done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right. I'm here in base camp. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thank Good you luck, so much. And I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I am forever grateful to you for being part of our journey and spending your time with us each week. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking a reviewer to give my MSC bundle to as a thank you for listening. This bundle combines trainings and workbooks that walk you through a condensed version of the work I do with my one-on-one clients through my mindset strategy and execution framework. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. And if you want more tips and strategies for growing and scaling your own business, but are short on time, then you are going to want to opt into my private podcast feed, Back Pocket Business Mentor. You'll get immediate access to a private podcast feed full of tons of three minute episodes where I talk about everything from how to pick a strategy and business model that works for you to how to show up online as an expert and increase your conversions. Just go to a lituplife.com forward slash back pocket to dive in.